Welcome to Retiring Generously, a podcast for the charitably inclined. I'm Caleb Frankert, financial advisor and enrolled agent at Blue Jay Financial Group in Defiance, Ohio. My mission is to equip you with the knowledge and resources to be generous, tax efficient, and intentional with your retirement dollars. Let's get started. Charity begins at home. We've all heard that phrase at some point in our life. Many think that it's found in the book of Proverbs, but not quite. It may sound like something biblical, and the Bible certainly does talk about taking care of one's family, as well as being generous to others. But the phrase is actually credited to Sir Thomas Brown, a well-known English physician who penned the line in 1642. Some have taken the idea further. Thomas Fuller, An English churchman and historian said that charity begins at home, but should not end there. I think that Charles Dickens even quoted that line once, but his went somewhere darker than that. Regardless of the origin of the saying, it's not a bad principle to apply to our lives. But I don't have to convince you. If you weren't charitably inclined, you probably would have stopped listening to this podcast a long time ago. Because you are charitably inclined, you probably have a heart to take care of and be generous to your own family. We've talked about ways to best set up your beneficiaries on retirement accounts in a previous episode, and that's all fine and good for when you pass away. But on today's episode, I want to focus on ways to be generous to your own family while you're still on this side of the dirt. If you think about it, We have also discussed ideas and strategies to be generous with charitable organizations, and much of that strategy involves giving while you're still alive, so you can enjoy seeing the impact of your giving while you're still here. We could approach family the same way. Why wait until you're dead to be charitable with family? In order to get to the point, as has been my practice, I want to provide some solid background information to set this episode up. So the first thing we're going to look at today is the gift tax and some of the rules that go along with it. Many of you already know that there's a certain amount that you can give to family in a tax year without having to file a gift tax return or IRS form 709. For tax year 2023, that number is $17,000 per individual or $34,000 per married couple. It's called the annual gift tax exclusion number. Well, what if you go over? Well, a lot of folks misinterpret these rules and they think that they have to pay gift tax on any amount above and beyond. But unless you've eclipsed your lifetime gift tax exclusion of $12.92 million, you're most likely okay. You just have to report it and keep track. If you have exceeded this amount, well, kudos to you. Gift tax rates can be anywhere between 18 and 40%, by the way, But for all intents and purposes, we're going to talk about staying under that number. Another point to emphasize here is that these annual numbers are per recipient, so you can give away a lot of money and still be okay. In most cases, the recipient also will not need to report the gift on their taxes. Okay, so I know you want to hear more, but now that we have a baseline established, we can kind of get into some of the ideas I want to talk about here. I'm going to start with helping family in need. 
Here in the United States of America, we are extremely fortunate in many ways. Our country has been blessed with an abundance of wealth and resources. Even low-income individuals in the U.S. are among the richest to walk the earth, at least when we look at a global historical perspective. With all that being said, one of the most common struggles for Americans is medical bills. As you could imagine, it wouldn't take long for someone to accumulate more than $17,000 in medical bills. Well, it wouldn't take long for someone to rack up more than $34,000 in medical bills. In a lot of cases, we may be talking about one operation or incident that puts us there. And that's after insurance pays some. My son was born four weeks premature and spent his first 12 days in the hospital in a neonatal intensive care unit. He's fine. Everything worked out. But his hospital bills were over $100,000, not counting mom's bills. Now, in my case, insurance picked up most of the tab, but you can see the point that I'm making. So now, let's start to look at this practically. Let's say that you're retired and living comfortably. You have a child who has a string of bad luck and racked up a large amount of medical bills. Let's say it's $30,000. They're struggling to get out from under the weight of it, and you decide you're going, you're going to help. You may be thinking, well, I'll just write them a check for $17,000. That gets me under the number to report it, right? True, but would you do more if you could? The fact of the matter is that if you simply write the check directly to the provider, you're exempt from gift tax rules. You also don't have to count it against your lifetime exclusion amount. Here's another bonus. This can also apply to prescriptions and even medical insurance premiums in some cases. Another thing to consider is this. It doesn't even have to be your child. It could be a parent, a cousin, or a friend from church if you wish. There's really nothing out there limiting you to biological family. It could simply be a friend or a member of the community that's struggling. If you're like me, you see a lot of GoFundMe accounts on social media for help with medical bills and things of the nature. This is something to think about if you find yourself wanting to help. You also may be improving your tax situation in the long run. What's another big expense or a burden that many Americans face? Well, how about tuition? Similar to medical bills, if you want to pay someone's tuition directly, you can do so without breaking any of the gift tax rules. And tuition could be for college, private high school, or primary school. The same principle really applies here. Many people have set up trusts in order to pay for kids' or grandkids' higher education tuition expenses, but why not go straight to the source? Now, I do want to clarify here, tuition is the key word not student loan payments. Uh, if you pay for someone's student loans, technically you are in, in gift territory and that would require normal reporting. And while we're talking about higher education, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least bring up 529 accounts. Contributions to 529s are considered gifts and are thus subject to gift tax rules, but you do have the ability to uh, quote unquote super fund these accounts. You can do so by front-loading the account or jump-starting with five years' worth of the gift tax exclusion. But again, that's for another time or another podcast. So what should you take away from this episode? What I wanted to highlight is that there are some outside-the-box ideas to help family and friends with two of the biggest financial burdens that they may face in their life. Medical expenses and tuition expenses. And by using direct payments to the provider or institution, you exclude the gift from your gift tax return, which allows you to be more generous in other areas. After all, if you're planning to be charitable in retirement, remember, 
Charity begins at home. Someone once said that. Well, it sounds good to me. Well, that's all for this episode of Retiring Generously. I've been your host, Caleb Frankert. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions or topics that you would like covered on the Retiring Generously podcast, you can reach me at podcast at bluejfg.com. If you'd like to talk about your specific situation, you can schedule a 15-minute phone call at calendly.com slash Caleb dash Frankert. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash C-A-L-E-B dash F-R-A-N-K-A-R-T. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written content on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay, unless otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.